trade deadline is up and we got a lot to talk about hello everybody my name is Devin Rudolph and welcome to the Devin Rudolph show where we have episodes every Friday but we have a special edition today where the trade deadline has come and gone so we have a lot of big news to talk about so let's just get into this so with the first um, big piece of news that happened this morning is that the commanders trade Montez Sweat to the Chicago Bears and for a second round pick. Now, this is interesting because I was—I don't think anyone was really expecting this to happen, especially with with um, the Bears. So the Commanders early on in the week said that they are open to trading both Montez Sweat and Chase Young, which I thought was—I honestly thought was a good decision. I mean, the Commanders are not really built to win now. They. They were pieces, but I mean, you got to build for the long run, and I just felt like it was just time to. In my opinion, I just felt like it was time to get rid of both of those guys. But it was it was definitely a curious move this morning, um, especially when I was watching because I I did not expect it. I thought Montez Sweat was going to go to a number of places, and Chicago wasn't wasn't even at the top. You know, it makes it interesting because Montez Sweat is coming on to a contract year, I believe, so. Chicago making this move, you know, earlier on today, they did not pay uh, Jalen Johnson, their cornerback, and we're actually opening, oh, we're open to trading him early on today, and just some, nothing happened out of that, which I thought was a little curious, but at the same time, I'm like, when you don't re-sign someone today, and then all of a sudden the trade deadline is like later in the day, it's just, it makes a lot of sense on why something didn't happen, but at the same time, I thought maybe a team would uh, go out and get him. But, yeah, Montez Switch to Chicago was interesting. Uh, the exchange was a second-round pick. And, I mean, this is a good move, I guess, for the commanders because you got rid of a guy that you said you were going to get rid of. Because um, Montez Sweat, there's there was a couple of interviews that I watched, especially, that where you could just tell. He didn't really say it, but you could just tell he was not happy in Washington and that he was – He's tired of the organization. So the fact that they got rid of him makes sense. But to Chicago, that's interesting. Like I said, it's just it, it'll definitely be interesting, especially at the end of the year, to see if they re-sign him or if they just let him hit the open market. Because if they let him hit the open market, then you're really saying, okay. So I would not be surprised if he does get a contract extension sometime this season. Um, most likely probably this off season where he gets a contract extension and all that to just stay in Chicago. But the fact that uh, that they gave up a second-round pick is interesting. It's funny because someone actually mentioned today that um, that last year's trade deadline, they traded a second for Chase Claypool. And <laughs> I think everyone knows how that turned out. That did not turn out really that well for Chicago. So the fact that, that you're doing the same thing this year, it's a little funny. So, yeah, but uh, again, this was a curious move. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, like I said, um, see what happens with both sides. But I think I think both sides made the correct move. I mean, Chicago, I guess you're trying to you're trying to get better. Now, are you trying to win now? I don't think so. Not in the division that you're in. You you can really be built to win now. But at the same time, I mean, hey, if you're building pieces, that's all that matters. If you're trying to get this team ready to go make a push for a Super Bowl in the next few years, it, it makes sense. But I just don't think that they're there yet, and I just think that um, it'll be interesting to see see what happens with that. 
So later on in the day, we got um, another trade with the Minnesota. This was uh, the first trade was with uh, Joshua Dobbs being sent from Arizona and a seventh-round pick, uh, which that seventh can actually turn into a sixth, and the Cardinals get a sixth-round pick. Now, this is a great, great move by Minnesota. Great move. Honestly, this is a great move by both sides. I'm not going to lie. This uh, When I first saw this, I'm like, wow, this it impressed me because I think both sides made the right decision. Minnesota needed a quarterback. I mean, uh, after what happened on Sunday, Kirk Cousins being um, carted off with the Achilles just is out for the season, which is such a tough blow for Minnesota. I mean, they're, re- they're really going to need <laughs> – I just don't think anything's really going to happen this season with that because I think they're really going to miss him. Um, but the fact that, you know, you get a quarterback um, out of the trade deadline is interesting. Uh, I know a lot of people thought that it would have been a different guy, but, I mean, hey, the fact that you were able to get a guy like this, that I, I think it's a good I think it's a good pickup. And then the fact that that seventh can turn into a sixth, uh, I don't believe, at least I didn't see any news about that. Um, about you know what the conditions are for that pick, but it's probably just he has to play a certain amount of snaps, stuff like that, to really get that six round pick. And then the Cardinals get a six round pick. You're getting something for a guy that's not going to be your starter, and that's something that I think they knew. And this is something that they were like, all right, we'll get a deal done. Kyler Murray's supposed to come back pretty soon for Arizona, so the fact that you're able to get get rid of your backup and send him somewhere else and get a good trade going. Um, is really interesting in my opinion. So, a great move by both um, both teams. I think if if I had to pick a winner of this trade, I definitely would probably choose Minnesota, um, just because you know you got that quarterback you needed. That's that's really what matters here, and the fact that you're able to get him for a sixth, and you're able to get a seventh, which is a conditional seventh. I I I think that this was a great great move by Minnesota. Um, It'll definitely be interesting to see what happens um, for Minnesota. I mean, they got a lot of games coming up where you're kind of, if you want to make a push for the playoffs, you've got to win now. And so we'll see. Um, But, yeah, like I said, I think Minnesota probably wins this trade just because you're getting that quarterback and Josh Dobbs. And, you know, you're getting, you're you're even getting picks, which, I mean, is always a good, it's always a positive in my opinion. If you can get picks and a player, that's, that's always a positive. So next we have another Minnesota trade. They trade Ezra Cleveland, um, their guard, to Jacksonville for a six-round pick. Uh, this was interesting as well. Was not expecting this to happen. Um, Ezra Cleveland, I believe, is a backup. But, I mean, Jacksonville, you're helping out that O-line. That's all that matters to them. You know, you're trying to protect Trevor Lawrence, and, I mean, it's not a bad, it's not a bad pickup for them. Uh, you know, protection is key, and I think when you are able to protect a guy, you know, your franchise guy and your franchise quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, you've got to make moves like this, and I think that this was a good trade for them. Uh, and then the six-round pick for Minnesota, I mean, literally you're just sending a six and you're getting one back, you know, from the Josh Dobbs trade, and now this one, it they were just kind of like, all right, we want as many picks as possible. So, I mean, it's... It's not a bad trade by Minnesota at all. Um, I understand why they did it. 
actually no i don't understand why they did it but at the same time i'm like it is what it is you're getting rid of you know you're getting a pick and i guess you know jacksonville was just desperate for another guard so yeah it's it's a good move um by jacksonville definitely i definitely would probably say jacksonville won this um you know like i said you're getting a, a offensive line help um for trevor lawrence so that's that's really what matters here is how can you protect your guy and you know they they made the right move so yeah i probably would probably give this to jacksonville but definitely good a good uh pickup by them so next on the trade list we have chase young being sent from washington to san francisco for a third round pick Woo! i have a lot of opinions on this so san francisco Good job. You guys got another edge rusher. I mean, man, that defense is going to be scary. You know, you lost three straight. This is how you come back from that. You know, you make a move like this. This was a very smart move by San Francisco um, to get a guy like this. Chase Young is a really good edge rusher, in my opinion. I, I think, I think he's going to be excellent. So the fact that you're able to get a guy like this at for just a third round pick, in my opinion, is kind of crazy. Um, the injury history is what what kind of stands out and that's why i think it was so low but the fact but like i said the fact that you were able to get a guy like this you pair up the ohio state uh edges together i mean it's it's a it's a good pickup uh, i'm not gonna lie this was a good pickup by them and chase young i what was most surprising about this though was the fact that they got ri- that washington got rid of both Montez sweat and chase young i i was under the impression i think a lot of NFL fans were that they were going to move on from one of those guys, but both of them, I think that's kind of crazy. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, it was really interesting to see that happen, and the fact that you're able to build up that D. I mean, man, that's 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 what you're trying to do. I mean, good teams try to get better in any way that they can, and the fact that the that um, San Francisco was able to do this and get a guy like that it's huge and i think the commanders yeah you got to pick i think you probably could have gotten more um but i mean hey you got something out of him so yeah it's going to be interesting to see chase young go to san francisco but again it's it's something that um yeah it'll be it'll be very interesting to see Uh, i'm not sure if he's on a contract here but uh yeah it's definitely definitely good pickup for for the 49ers i mean like i said you're building up that D and that defense is going to be nasty. I, as it is, as a Lions fan, I do not want to see that. I not at all. So yeah, good, nice trade by both teams. Like I said, 49ers win that one. Next, the Packers trade Rasul Douglas and a fifth round pick to the Buffalo Bills for a third. Is that right? Yeah. So, this was a another surprising pickup, but at the same time, it was a very really good pickup for Buffalo. Um, their defense has been struggling. It, there's no beating around the bush. Their defense has struggled a little bit this year. So has their offense. Their whole team has really struggled. But I think this is a great piece for that defense. I mean, man, this is a good good pickup. You're getting a really good corner. You know, I mean from Green Bay and you know and you're you're getting back a pick just by trading a third. I think this is a good pickup by Buffalo. I mean, you get a you get a guy like this that can come in, help your defense out, you know, because Buffalo's defensive back group 
they struggle because of injuries. You know, there's so many injuries that really hurt them, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's just when it comes to January, it comes into January, and then all of a sudden, you know, Buffalo's trying to like, you know, keep up with the the Cincinnati's or the Kansas Cities and stuff like that, and it's just you need a guy like this. So the fact that you're able to get a guy like this is huge, and I think it's a really, really good pickup by them. Um, you know, and then the Packers. I mean, hey, getting a third round pick for Rasul Douglas and a fifth, that's that's a that's pretty good. So good job by the Packers. I mean, you're you're getting some compensation from this and, you know, you're getting you're getting a lot of pieces and I think I think this is or you're getting a, a good good pickup. So yeah. Uh yeah, I just like I said, it's a it's a good pickup. Rasul Douglas going to Buffalo. I think the Buffalo Bills win this one. I mean, you get a guy that can come in, help you guys right away. That's all that really matters. And the Packers, I mean, hey, they got a third-round pick. So, yeah, they're definitely – it definitely – you're definitely seeing the teams that are saying, hey, we're in a rebuild mode, and we know it. I think um, out of all the teams today that should have made trades, I think the Broncos not making a trade was – in my opinion, I didn't like that. Um, you know, they're not in a win now. Yes, you beat Kansas City, but it, it's it's going to be a tough road. So, I mean, hey, the fact that, that you guys got – that you didn't trade anyone was a little suspect. So, we'll see what what happens with Denver, and we'll see if they get better and stuff like that as, um, as, as the year goes on. But, yeah. So, last but certainly not least, this was not even the last trade, but I wanted to leave this one for last. So, the Cleveland Browns trade Donovan Peoples-Jones to Detroit for a sixth-round pick. Now, I am a huge Detroit Lions fan, and I'm going to be honest. When I saw this trade at first, I'm not going to lie. I'm actually a little happy because I really like Donovan Peoples-Jones. I'm a big Michigan guy, too. you know. So the fact that we're able to bring him back to Michigan, where he was born and raised and all that, is insane. And I'm actually really happy for it. For him to be coming back. However, all lion. So let's let's just break down this trade, and then I'll go into like um, my other thoughts and all that. So the Lions get a good wide receiver three, um, or no, wide receiver two. Uh, this is going to be a guy that that they're going to put to the outside. Brad Holmes and uh, Dan Campbell have already said that is that he will be playing outside, um, and you can kind of move Amon Ra back into the into um the inside and then you can move around some pieces um but hey i mean it's good depth that's really what this move is it's it's good depth and it's and it's given your given your wide receiver room more weapons given your offense more weapons to succeed in i'm not gonna lie i don't think it's the worst trade in the world i think that it was a good trade um that detroit and just for sixth was actually a little surprising i think that donovan people's jones is a very underrated receiver and the fact that he was able to get um you know to come back to Detroit just for a sixth was was insane. So on Cleveland's side though, what are you you know what what do you think? I mean, man, you lost your wide receiver too. Are you guys not going to pick anyone up? Like I thought as soon as that trade went through, I thought oh Cleveland's either going to go pick up a wide receiver or they're going to make something happen. And I thought that that was going to happen, and nothing happened. Like, the Browns are just like, all right, bye, bye, 
by uh, DP, DPJ, you know, we'll send you to Detroit, and then we're done. So it, w it was definitely, definitely interesting to see them not really make a move, which is kind of kind of wild. But, um, yeah, I mean, who won this trade? I think it's Detroit. I mean, you're adding another weapon for that offense, and that offense is going to be scary, um, especially when it can get healthy. So let's get let's let's talk about uh, trades that were missed or trades that um should have happened today. So the teams that I thought would have been sellers was Chicago and Denver are definitely up on that list. Um, I did not expect for Chicago to pick up Montez Sweat. I thought that was an interesting move. Um, and that that that's still a question mark to me. And then Denver not not trading anybody was also a little shocking but at the same time it wasn't so as soon as they beat kansas city i knew immediately i'm like they are not selling at the deadline um and i actually had a conversation with uh, somebody i believe it was yesterday but i said that denver's not trading they are not going to trade their pieces because they have all this confidence that they can get it done with these with this group of guys they beat kansas city so now they have all this confidence. That's what happens with teams sometimes. Even though that I think that they should have sold, they didn't. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not going to get mad at it. I'm not a Broncos fan. So, you know, but if you're going to if if you're going to at least like, you know, say that you're going to compete, then go out and grab somebody. The fact that they made no moves today made no sense to me either you're getting better or you're getting worse you can't just stay the same and i think a lot of teams that stay the same we're going to see them either play out you know how bad or good their season's going to be the eagles and seahawks made deals even before today that i was going to touch on but um you know so like the seahawks trade for giants defensive lineman leonard williams in exchange for a 2024 second round pick and a 2025 sixth round pick that's good for both sides I mean, Seattle, you're getting a D lineman, you're getting better. The Giants, you're getting picks. And that's really what, that's really what matters for them is, um, you know, you have to, you absolutely, or I'm sorry, that was a fifth round pick. You absolutely have to get better if you are the Seahawks. And then the Giants, you got to start rebuilding, man. You guys have had a disappointing year. So the fact that you guys made this move I thought was a good, a good decision. But I want to—I I definitely want to touch back onto Detroit for a little bit and um, talk about them. So, I was seeing a lot of people on social media going after Brad Holmes. I'm gonna—I'm gonna touch a little bit on it and the fact that they didn't pick up a defensive player. They are injured. I want people to understand that Detroit is injured. They are not at full health. But that does not excuse the fact that your whole conference got better. The good teams in your conference got better, and you decided to stay the same. Or, I'm sorry, you got better, but on the wrong side of the ball. What are you thinking? Like, you have to make a decision. Are you going to compete, or are you trying to sell the farm? Like, you have to make a decision. Detroit is in a perfect situation where they can compete, but you need pieces. What is going on with Aiden Hutchinson? You cannot just keep relying on him as his only guy. Don't don't get me wrong. Last night you had guys step up, but that was against the Raiders. You missed opportunities against the Raiders. There are so many tight 
there's so many decisions that you have to make to better your your franchise. And the fact that Brad Holmes did not make it, that that angers me a little bit. You got to get better, and I think that you got that in doing so, you have to pick up a corner or DN. The fact that that um, you know Chase Young went to San Francisco for a third round pick, that's a little suspect because I think Detroit. If I'm at least if I'm a GM now, I'm not a GM. I'm gonna let Brad Holmes do what he does. I'm gonna criticize a little bit, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like you know because I. I have been in this situation before as a Lions fan where we've definitely criticized him when we probably shouldn't, and it's backfired in our face. Uh, and if nobody will, and if the Lions fan will not admit that to you, then he is lying, or he somehow was a believer the whole time, and that is insane to me. Then he's not a real Lions fan. But the fact that that Chase Young went to San Francisco, in my opinion, for a third, and you could not have jumped in there and been like, hey, we'll offer a second. We'll offer this. We'll offer that. Chase Young is a great player, and I really was wanting him, him in Detroit. Or I wish we would have gotten Max Crosby. Just saying. Thought that he could be he could be an interesting pickup. But it's just there was some questionable decisions today by different teams, and I think Detroit is definitely among that list. Um, but you know, it is what it is. You're going into your buy. So, I mean, I mean, like I said, you got better, but you, you just, you gotta pick, you gotta pick someone up. You gotta touch on that. And the fact that they didn't, it's, it's a little questionable in my opinion. So I, I mean, Hey, it is what it is for Detroit. So, um, yeah, that's all the trade deadline news that we got today. Um, and, yeah, I, I definitely will say that there are a couple of teams that should have gotten better that didn't. Um, I know that a lot of people will probably be talking about Atlanta as one of those teams. There's definitely – I definitely felt like there was some teams that missed an opportunity today. But the trade deadline is also a, a chance in which not everybody is trying to either build up or sell their roster, and they're kind of like, we'll stick with these guys. That's that's what tends to happen every year, but it's just there 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 was a few teams that I felt should have either traded and gotten picks and try to make some moves, or you try to build up something and um yeah so false hope is key because like I said for Denver I'm still a little questionable on Denver because I felt that they should have they should have traded but. Again, I think I think that they believe that they can compete. I don't think that they will, but they could. Um, they possibly could. But um, yeah, so Chicago, interesting. I honestly, all these trades were pretty interesting. I I didn't really find one that I was like that either didn't make sense or that wasn't somewhat interesting. I mean, the Bears one doesn't make it doesn't make much sense, but at the same time, it. It makes sense and it doesn't make sense. Like, Chicago is trying to build their defense up. That has been their main, their biggest weakness other than parts of their offense in which I think that relies on quarterback play. But you bring in a guy like Montez Sweat, you have to, in my opinion, you have to extend him if you were Chicago. You have to, you have to find, how, how do you put this? You Pretty much, you got to, you, you got to make this trade make sense, 
And in my opinion, the best way to do that is you got to grab. So you grabbed him. Now you got to re-sign him to a longer deal. It was just interesting, you know, hearing some of the news because Jalen Johnson um, had permission to seek a trade, and the fact that, um, you know, that they couldn't come to terms was kind of interesting, um, you know. And then they picked up Montez Sweat, and then everyone's like, huh, I did not see that one coming, you know. So Ryan Polis has got to do a better job at either keeping all confidence in the building or having none because apparently he doesn't know how to do um, how to do one or the other, he has to have both, um, but yeah, anyways, but it looked more like the NFC North was either getting worse or better, <laughs> you know, the Packers get worse, Vikings, in my opinion, they stay the same, you know, you bring in a quarterback, you lose a guard, it, it just, it's kind of that mixed feelings where it's just like, they, they didn't really, you know, they kind of evened out when it was all said and done, the Bears got better, and I even think Detroit got better, but I think they just got better on the wrong side of the football. Um, you know, and it'll be interesting to see who Detroit can get back, um, you know, especially after this. Um, and yeah, so so I also want to touch on Monday Night Football. So Monday Night Football was played between the Lions and the Vegas Raiders. And the Detroit Lions came on top uh, at a score of 26-14. to 14. Uh, Detroit played some interesting football. They dominated the whole game, uh, had six sacks, a fumble recovery, uh, seven tackles for loss, and I believe an interception. Actually, I don't even think they had the fumble recovery. But um, it was a very, very good good game by Detroit. Um, there were a lot of missed opportunities, especially the pick six, that really kind of cost them. Um, it should have been more of a blowout than it was, and the fact that it was that close kind of angered me because they had a lot of missed opportunities. And when you are given opportunities in the NFL, you don't try to miss them. Now, was it a win? Absolutely. But I just felt Detroit could have gotten a bit better. And the fact that they, that, you know, the fact that they didn't, you know, score more or, you know, capitalize on those opportunities, it, it is what it is, you know. Um, but, yeah, uh, I just felt like it was, yeah, it was it was a good game though. I mean, both sides of the football, Detroit's defense was really the main talking point. They dominated that whole game. The when we talk about you know that the Lions, especially on Monday Night Football, you know, what were the key takeaways from that game? And everyone has come across as the Lions' defense stepped up when they needed to. They they really shut down that Raiders offense and the Raiders offense did not look good I mean you've got a guy like Devontae Adams and the fact that the Lions were able to shut him down was actually pretty impressive but at the same time Jimmy Garoppolo missed on a lot of opportunities to get Devontae Adams the ball but a lot of people aren't even talking about the fact that Devontae Adams did drop a couple of passes so it wasn't just all Garoppolo but it's not all Devontae either it's kind of, it's it's a lot of both and it was just a very sluggish game for the Raiders. I felt like they just didn't play good football, and it shouldn't have been as close as it was. Um, you know, obviously you had the pick six that uh, Jared Goff threw, which I know when I saw that I was questioning. I'm like, where the, where is he throwing that football? Because it looked like it looked like he was trying to throw it out of bounds, but at the same time, like he threw it right into a spot where the defender was able was able to cut and then 
pick it off and take it to the house, which, yeah, it it was it was a bad play by Bull, uh, by uh, by Goff and a bad decision. But I mean, I mean, hey, you still you're able to get a win. You're able to go six and two and go into the bye. I mean, that's that's really what matters right here, and the fact that you're able to you know. You're able to be six six and two is is incredible. I mean that's that's something that um, that Detroit has not been six and two since I believe 2014, and the fact that you're able to do that is um, is really really good. And I think this Lions team is definitely on the come up, and I think that they're going to be a good uh, good team this year. Um, when it's all said and done, I think I think they're going to have a good record, and hopefully hopefully they'll able they'll be able to make um, some better moves and all that, but. Um, yeah, so we'll see, we'll see how Detroit does, um, and yeah, and we'll see how, how the season goes, um, like I said, this podcast, um, so today is the first episode, thank you guys so much for listening, um, I hope to, uh, bring new episodes every Friday, um, you know, we'll, we'll review the Thursday night game, and then we'll preview, um, the weekend slate of games, and we'll, uh, we'll do some predictions on here, so, Thank you everybody for listening and thank you guys so much for hopefully hopefully supporting this podcast. If you want to hear more, can't wait. Um like I said, we'll have a new episode every Friday um at hopefully night. Um but we'll see. Uh I still want to get into a rhythm and all that. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to the trade deadline um episode. If you have anything um to say, just But yeah, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I hope you guys have a great and wonderful rest of your Tuesday. And I will see you guys all in the next uh, podcast audio, I guess. All right. Have a great rest of your guys' day. Thank you guys so much for listening. Goodbye.